0: Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the RE Era Podcast, the only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude. And it is time to look at the final installment of those dirty, dirty dirt sheets for 2004 as we bid goodbye to a not bad year, a not bad year compared to 2003. <laughs> started off good (laughs) it started yeah it wasn't a bad year as i am dave and joining me as always is big sexy michael rag as we delve into those lord of pain archives once again to have a look at what december of 2004 was offering us in the world of wade keller and dave Meltzer and their cohorts michael big sexy are you ready i'm ready for some dirty 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 sheets There has been, Monday, December the 13th, 2004, a big backstage fight at SmackDown taping. According to OneWrestling.com, uh, word has it that WWE cruiserweights are extremely frustrated with Paul Heyman's recent removal from the creative team. Since Heyman viewed as their biggest supporter, it was no surprise that WWE has not portrayed the division as successfully as possible, and many would have liked to see Heyman make an attempt at a revival. The frustration has come to a boil at SmackDown tapings, which saw, get ready for this, Chavo Guerrero exchange words with the Big Show. Whoa. Charvo got into Big Show's face and was pie-faced across the room for his trouble. <laughs> Agents and wrestlers quickly broke up the
1: fight before it could escalate into something more serious. I can just imagine, I can just picture it happening. was right in his face and he'd be just... <laughs> Charvo, but He's pushing a fly away-se. out of your way. Fuck off.
0: <laughs> Flying across the canteen. <laughs> what a way to kick off. What a way to kick off.
1: <laughs> That's um,
0: In In something. In something a bit more serious, this is this is a full-on fucking roller coaster. This Michael roller coaster. Um, Ivory mocks 9/11 in tasteless controversial oh, remark. Remote. Ivory. Now, although it probably went past uh, many viewers during the pre-pay-per-view edition of uh, Sunday Night Heat, uh, Ivory made quite a controversial tongue-in-cheek comment that spoke volumes about the offensiveness of the company when it comes to the aforementioned angle with Mohammed Hassan and 9/11. Now, after a promo from Mohammed Hassan's Raw debut, uh, Ivory, she asked Todd Grisham how he would be getting to Huntsville for Raw, to which he confirmed his desire to drive. Uh, things got a bit ugly when Ivory responded with the following. This is via PW Insider. Uh, good luck, because I don't want you to be flying if you get me drift. Now, due to the placement of the remark and common sense, this was obviously a tasteless use of the 9-11 tragedy to further the angle to appear hip and funny on WBTV. Now, for me, it's one to mention 9-11 when associated with an angle, but to comedically refer it to an event that left over 3,000 Americans dead to promote a storyline angle that's already under so much intense scrutiny and pressure. it's it's, It's crossing the fucking line, isn't it? It can't be justified just if if that line is delivered in the comedic content context that i was feeling that that was then how can that ever be justified can't.
1: absolutely can't
0: michael moving on tuesday december the 14th we have a backstage altercation at monday night raw with punches thrown now onewrestling.com is reporting that there was a backstage altercation at Raw in huntsville uh, apparently words were exchanged between mick foley and the nature boy rick flair which led to flair throwing a punch at foley um, the two men were separated by agents and the situation was cooled down um, Flair and Foley have been having a war of words over the past year or so With Flair going as far as saying that Foley is nothing more than a glorified stuntman um, The the Lords of Pain archives will have more on this situation as it arises And then Michael, we got an update later on in the day At WrestlingObserver.com has reported new details on the backstage fight between wrestling legends Mick Foley and Ric Flair The fight transpired shortly before Raw and ultimately had no effect on Foley's decision to appear live on the show to plug the Middle Eastern tour, whilst also also adding heat to the Hassan and Dafari characters. Apparently, Ric Flair approached Foley and offered a handshake, a gesture which Mick declined. Uh, Foley then asked for an autographed copy of Ric Flair's book. Ric Flair did not appreciate the remark and threw a punch at Foley. Uh, the punch did indeed land, but the two were broken up before the situation could escalate any further. Wrestling's breaking down, Michael. We've got Charvo and Big Show fighting on SmackDown. Foley and Ric, and Ric Flair fighting on Raw. Wrestling's I want to see down. this
1: episode of Dark Side at Ring.
0: <laughs> Backstage Raw 2004 Jim Cornett going. Well it was a time
1: Well fucking shit wasn't here so
0: <laughs> Moving on Michael December the 15th 2004 ECW return planned as at press time, there is currently some internal discussion about an ECW revival pay-per-view for 2005. The idea was reportedly communicated to Vince McMahon by Rob Van Dam. Now, many, including Jim Ross, they like the idea. However, Stephanie is dead set against it. She was in idea. charge of him. What's wrong with bit of ECW? She buys them. She bought them in fucking yeah. invasion. Why well, would you buy it if you didn't want to have anything to do with it? <laughs> fucking prick. Um, After the DVD sold so well Those in favour got some more leverage And Heyman approached Vince in front of Stephanie To ask about the pay-per-view Even after the attempt to confront Stephanie about a rejection She's apparently still showing little interest in the idea And it's not known if the pay-per-view will ever materialise So Stephanie's putting the fucking brakes at the minute On one night stand Mm.
1: The bitch Say say I'd have a one night stand with her She bought the fucking company
0: She used to wear ECW fucking Triple H backwards Ah. fucking Shane Douglas (laughs) hat, and she fucking don't want it to come back. She's a twat, or maybe she's thinking they'll ring her and say because she's still in charge. Oh, she might have to do a bit more a bit more additional work that she's just not got
1: time for. Yeah, it's hard to do work when you got that silver spoon.
0: Could be, couldn't it? Could be. (laughs) Moving on, Michael. Friday, December the seventeenth, two thousand and four. Breaking news three WWE wrestlers accused of harassing man at restaurant what would you reckon these wrestlers are i'll narrow it down for you monday night right.
1: is it the boys ish oh uh
0: one of them is not there who's the good boy Orton. who's the one that's st- who's the one that stays at home to make sure that his, his father-in-law passes on the
1: business to him alan so, so okay. it's orton flair and no, 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 no Orton. No Orton. But Petit and Fleur. And Chris Jericho. The three he's, allegedly he's ha- a face. harassed... a He should be hanging with heels.
0: <laughs> not outside the wrestling, he's not. Uh, the three allegedly harassed a Huntsville, Alabama man in a local Hooters on Monday night. Uh, Mix, I don't know what Mix is. It sounds like a chocolate bar. Uh, claims the wrestlers took this, his cowboy hat and refused to give him back. He went on to claim that they pushed him and threatened to beat him up if he tried to retrieve it. They eventually gave it back. Huntsville police are investigating the incident. WB has not responded too heavily to the charges, although claims that one of the wrestlers won in another location at the time of the incident. So, moving on, a bit later on the day, we get a huge update. Uh, Fans who are present in Alabama who has claimed that there is nothing of the assertion that Jericho, Batista and Flair physically and verbally harassed the accuser. In fact... Dave Batista was reportedly not even present in the restaurant, so as the report said, Batista wasn't even there. Apparently, Mix... Oh no, Sadana Mix is the guy! I get it now! Should have read it earlier! (laughs) Apparently, Mix, he challenged Chris Jericho to an arm wrestling match and lost. Uh, Due to his loss, he handed over his cowboy hat. Jericho did not steal the hat from Mix. Even though Jericho was given the hat, he later handed it back to the fan. According to a WB employee, there was no foul play on any of the WB workers' part. This
1: is just boy crying wolf. Oh, I've seen my fa- some favourite wrestlers. Oh, I know. I'll get a story out of this.
0: I'll get a story out of this. It. Absolutely. Money. It's also come to light that wrestlers in the restaurant spent about an hour signing autographs and taking pictures with fans. Mix was amongst the fans who got to meet with the wrestlers, so it's rather surprising to everybody concerned that he'd go on and say, "I've been harassed." Your dirty fucking neckbeard. Fucking
1: dirty little fucking mark. Fucking mark.
0: <laughs> Moving on, Michael. Monday 20th of December. It's nearly Christmas 2004. WWE to hold its first ever barbed wire cage match in 2005.
1: Oh yes.
0: Apparently, WWE may be introducing their first ever barbed wire cage match in 2005. According to promotional material, the match will take place at February's No Way Out
1: pay-per-view. That's going to definitely solidify the name. Absolutely.
0: WWE has never sanctioned such a match. However, the barbed wire bat has been used in numerous matches involving Mick Foley, Terry Funk, and apparently they've both pitched for the idea of a no-ropes exploding barbed wire match for Wrestlemania 14. However, the idea was dropped when Mike Tyson was booked for the show.
1: Yeah, kind of smart.
0: No Way Out, that's scheduled to emanate from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, a state in which the use of barbed wire in a wrestling match has been banned. Uh, so it should be interesting to see if WWE is forced to adhere to the same rules that independent wrestling promotions are made to work under. Apparently WWE is set to have Big Show versus JBL in a cage, although there is some talk that a name or two might be added to boost its appeal of the match. Um, in any event, it should be very interesting to see if WWE pulls off this extreme cage match. Moving on! Um, Tuesday December the 21st 2004, the real reason why Paul Heyman has been removed from the writing team Michael. Now, it was hinted in an earlier report that there might have been an ulterior motive to WB's decision to remove Paul Heyman from the writing team, instead of the well-documented heat between Heyman and Mrs. Levesque. Now, if the report is to be true, it could be that Heyman was guilty of an action that broke the trust of the locker room. Now, Heyman's deal as a writer enabled him to take part in conference calls and meetings with other Smackdown writers. He had no permission to listen in to raw calls. However, Paul Heyman being Paul Heyman, it's believed that he was released doing just that listening in without permission on a raw conference call. During that call, the system announced that someone had left the discussion um, after the role was taken though no one expected there's been a disconnection WWE ran a trace and found out that the phone number belonged to Paul Heyman uh, Stephanie was less than pleased with this action and along with the other reasons for disliking him put out a leave of absence and um, it is unknown if he'll ever return to the booking team he's been recently brought back on Vince's approval even though Steph was not happy about Heyman returning now with these additional actions it's unlikely that Stephanie will ever trust him again
1: until you know they realise how much money he's worth because it's Paul yeah. Heyman. But th- that's that's just such a Paul Heyman move. It is. It's such a Paul Heyman move. I'm going to tap into the Rock call and
0: see what they're doing over there. And I'm just going to copy their idea And
1: do it first. It's better.
0: And it's brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Moving on, Michael. Wednesday, December 22nd, 2004. An injury update on Jesus. Oh, his hands. The hands. Fo- the following was posted. on Aaron Aguilas, who is Jesus' his real name, official website, um, I just got off the phone with Aaron, I can't get used to calling him Jesus all the time and after some, I have some good news to report whilst the first doctor recommended surgery for his herniated disc in his neck two other doctors have seen it, they haven't it is believed that with some rehab he can avoid the knife and be back to 100% very soon the groin injury is recovering well and he should be able to return to the ring from the 13th of January if not earlier the only real problem is Aaron can't work too much at the moment so we will have to get his conditioning back fast for when he returns and you can find that information and even more on Jesus at www.AaronAguilera.com. Like the singer. <laughs> Christy. Is it Aguilera? Yeah. Is that what it is? I don't know. it, me, bro. <laughs> Michael, moving on. Big WrestleMania spoilers. Monday, December 27th. The working plan for WrestleMania 21's main event is Triple H versus Randall Keith Orton. WWE has obviously portrayed the two as big main eventers, although officials are also high on Batista and have talked about giving him the main event slot. It should be very interesting to see where WWE goes with the title picture on the Raw brand.
1: Which is why we've now started on the on the uh, build to Armageddon in that scene. Batista just... That is it. There's a fucking
0: rocket tied to his back. And also on the same article, Dave Meltzer, he reports that if a Foley flair match cannot be arranged for WrestleMania due to backstage shenanigans, it is possible that Mick Foley will go one-on-one with Muhammad Hassan at WrestleMania 21.
1: No. Hassan doesn't need the Foley effect.
0: Mm, get battered. <laughs> get battered. He'd <It'd>
1: have to. <laughs> I mean, you can't have Hassan come out like Mania and not get battered by like an american icon absolutely
0: moving on michael december 29th wednesday uh jbl it responds with a letter to internet writer wade a letter.
1: Ooh, I'm, I'm angry with you i'm gonna write you a strongly loaded letter <laughs>
0: Coming on the heels of WWE's trip to the Middle East uh, WWE champion John Bradshaw Layfield Saw fit to respond with a letter To pro wrestling torch writer Wade Keller In regards to Keller's column Next year entertain the troops And keep the politics out of it Where Keller wants WB to leave Vince McMahon's political views Out of their trips to the Middle East So JBL's letter Mr Keller I'm having trouble with my internet connection over here I'm not sure if the email I sent you went through It's just Eminem Mr Keller yes, I, <laughs> I wrote saw, you but you're still Uh, So I will try another I'm still in Afghanistan visiting our soldiers I do this every year with the SMA and the USO I stayed after everyone left to go home I'm sure you didn't know that Because I tried to make sure the media doesn't cover it I was looking on the internet to see our ratings And I saw your column I wanted to respond You are wrong about how much the soldiers get to watch the media on TV Every mess hall has a TV Along with every rec centre and gym They get to see more news than a lot of us Mainly on Fox but also CNN Your take on Vince, I respectfully believe, is wrong. The media has done a bad job of covering the war. They all sit in a hotel in Baghdad reporting the news. They may as well be in Desmond's, wherever that is, I probably not said that correct. I saw no reporters in any FOB's forward operating bases and there were no reporters on the grounds in Afghanistan. The troops are very sick of how the war is being portrayed. I know this because I've just spent almost two weeks with them. The morale is high and all of them have sufficient armour when they leave base. Make no mistake, this is a rotten place. And I believe we could all plan better, but the enemy always has a plan. I do not believe it is a liberal bias necessary. I believe it is tabloid mentality by the media. What Vince did was good for the troops. Remember, he spent a lot of money and the company's money to come That's here. It. A lot of people who talk about what they did has not been here themselves. By the fact he was here, it should give him some credibility. You're entitled to your freedom of speech. I firmly believe that. As long as you believe in America, I have no problem with that. Let me clarify. I believe in freedom of speech always, but when a person does not believe in America, I have a problem with them. I don't feel this applies to you. Al Franklin is over here with me, and he's a very dear friend. We disagree across the board about politics. We do not disagree about our soldiers and about our love for America. We just think it should be run different ways. Vince did a great thing by bringing WB to Iraq. I feel your criticism is unjustified. Vince is as good of a person as I have ever met, and even a greater American. I know you may disagree, but I don't. Look at what he has done over here. I held the hand of a soldier. When it's a long fucking letter, this. I held, God, I held the hand of a soldier that was hit in the morsel attack that had almost all of his face yeah. to burns. He asked, me to, he asked to see me because he was a wrestling fan. If I lived a thousand lives, I would never replicate that moment. Vince was the reason I was there. I respectfully ask you to take things in a bigger perspective than your own beliefs i thought what you what he did was great now you can go back to bashing me as a terrible champion which is your right john bradshaw layfield he's great of what he's saying he's is... a great old, great ending yeah. line as well great ending line but he's bang right that, yeah there is the thing is with vince vince has always been a certain way when it comes to american politics yeah very much so his beliefs are a certain way we don't need to go into politics on the fucking r8 era <laughs> no, not bradshaw Physical is channel. bang right he's, he's, he's bang right what he said like for them soldiers over there they they i've always said the american people there's one thing that they all have in common they absolutely fucking adore being american and they absolutely adore their troops so if vince and the boys can do that fair fucks to yeah. them Fair fucking The, fucks, the
1: soldiers man. are out there putting their lies on line. Do you going over there, give them a show?
0: Exactly. What's Wade fucking Keller doing? Who fucks Wade Keller? Oh, that, yeah, you, you, you'll see. His, you recognise his face. He's a fucking one of them. <laughs> <Pick it. laughs> and finally, Michael, Wednesday, December the 29th, 2004. Could Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock be returning at WrestleMania? Now, although the main event of WrestleMania 21 is set to feature Randy Orton versus Triple H, nothing firm has been decided for Mick Foley, The Rock, or Austin, all of whom have expressed interest in appearing. Uh, Mick Foley has loosely talked about a match with either Ric Flair or Hamid Hassan, but nothing's really been set in stone. And at this point, Foley and Rock are pretty definite to appear on the show, while Austin is still up in the air, so no
1: major negotiations with Austin has taken place. Um, What about a Triple Threat? See, Rock would have made sense at this coming up bit. it's in hollywood what about a triple threat austin let's let's, let's, let's roll
0: it back austin rock and foley bring it on for wrestlemania
1: austin who can't wrestle because of his neck rock who weren't very good at mania 20 and foley who can't walk
0: they can have a fun war or something where are them karate fighters fighters. a, 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 a triple threat karate fighters and michael and finally finally can you remember many 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 moons ago where our greatest manager in SmackDown history, Shaniqua, got fired by WB. Yes. Well, apparently, Linda Miles did not actually get fired from WB. According to Dave Meltzer at the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, after not attending a series of training sessions, she called Johnny Ace to inform him of her desire to quit. So Meltzer got it fucking wrong. Meltzer told me she got fucking fired.
1: See, I tell you, he's not always right. Now Why he's do I double... even do this? Why do
0: I even read these dirt sheets? I trust on my Uncle David. From one David to another. Oh, you never trust anyone called David. I I trust my uncle David. He's never wrong. This time, he was. On that note, Michael, that has been a delve into the dirt sheets, the final time in 2004. As always, if people don't, why don't you? But if they don't, where can everyone find us on all forms of social media?
1: Find us on all forms of social media. It's Facebook and YouTube, Twitter and Insta, R-A-R-A Podcast. Check out our main feed on SoundCloud and Spotify and on iTunes as well, outside of the US. Sorry about that, guys. And then you can check out some if you want to support us check out our Patreon as well
0: that is it if you like what you hear and you like to throw a little cheeky shot in mine and Michael's direction for one measly dollar you can get access to our little mini series The Hunter Games where we decipher and dictate or we, we aim into anyway before we get bored of every Triple H pay-per-view before this we get issue, old Michaels, because we're gonna, we're going to get bored when we hit 2003-04 we've done that shit <laughs> and we're going to get ahead yeah, this of this is going to be
1: a plug 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 <laughs>
0: it is um, yeah, so we're, we're, we're deciphering and dictating every single hunters down Triple H pay-per-view match um, Coming next is Triple H versus that famous Funker. We've had Terry. We've had Dory. This one's flash and uh, WWF Cold day in hell 1997, but until then as always I've been Dave. That's been big sexy
1: Peace, Peace out people. people. I need a shower for that date
0: <laughs> ah. Ruthless <laughs> Russia!
1: We are